This is KMTT, Kimitzion Titsetoa, this is Ezra Beck. Today is the Shur, a little bit late this week, on the Ramban Al Pashat Shavua, Parshat Bayeshev. I'm going to uh, concentrate on a very short Ramban in this week's Parsha, uh, a, a comment that the Ramban makes, a, a purely commentary comment. Right? Parshanut. Uh, but I think it encloses a very uh, significant idea. On the first Pasuk of the Pasha, the first Ramban on the Pasha. Parshat Vayeshev. Vayeshev Yaakov Be'eretz Megurei Aviv Be'eretz Kenan. I'm not looking at English translation, but I imagine that I'm translating it correctly. Vayeshev Yaakov and Yaakov settled in the land of his father's dwelling, Migurei Aviv, the land of Canaan. Okay, the Ramban writes the following. Ki Amar, Sh'alufei Isav, Yashvu Be'eretz Achuzatam. The Pasuk, in the previous parasha, had stated, Ki Amar, means the Pasuk had stated, that Esav, Alufei Esav, there was a list there of the, the kings and the princes, the descendants of Esav, had settled in Eretz Achuzatam, in the land of their inheritance, Achuzan, their estate. In other words, in their permanent settlement. Klomar, Haaretz Shelakhu Lahem, what does it mean, Eretz Achuzatam, the land of their estates? It means the land which they had taken for themselves, they had conquered, Achuzatolam, as an eternal, as a permanent estate, domain. Avoyakav Yashav Ger Ke'aviv Be'eretz Lolahem Elaliknan. But Yaakov lived, settled, Ger. It's usually translated as stranger. As a stranger, like his father. The land that was not theirs, namely Canaan. In other words, what is Ramban explaining? Ramban wants to know why this Pasuk exists. The next Pasuk begins, Yosef ben Etc. 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 In other words, the pasha is about the the um, the tale, right? The 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 story of Yaakov and his sons. Uh, we always call Yosef and his brothers. Now, we we know Yaakov is living in Eretz Yisrael. He came back to Eretz Yisrael in last week's pasha, in Pashat Vayishlach. So this pasha should begin Yaakov, the way that Pashat Toldot begins Eile Toldot Yitzchak. And for that matter, Pashat Noach begins Eilat Todot Noach. What is the point of a Pasuk telling us after Yaakov has already been in Eretz and it says that he went to Shechem, it says that he already went back to his father in Kiryat Arba. So we know where he's living. Ramban's answer is that it comes to tell us that he, not, that he, not that he settled, not that he was living there, but that he was living there. Vayeshev Yaakov, that's obvious, but it was Be'eretz Migurei Aviv. The, the important part of this pasuk is the expression Migurei Aviv. 
And the expression Migovei Aviv is in contradistinction to the expression found a few psukim earlier in the previous parasha about Esav, Yaakov's brother, who was living, well, not himself, but his children were living, his descendants were living in Eretz Achuzatam. The last pasuk of the previous parasha, the very last pasuk that we had read, says, Eila alufei Edom, lemoshvotam be'eretz achuzatam. So the Rambam is saying, read these two psukim together. Eila alufei Edom, these are the princes of Edom of Esav, lemoshvotam be'eretz achuzatam, in their settlement in eretz achuzatam. Who Esav avi Edom? Vayeshav Yaakov be'eretz megurei Aviv be'eretz Kenan. But Yaakov, but. Yaakov settled in the land of his father's dwelling, Be'eretz Migurei Aviv. And how does Ramban interpret the word Migurei, which is almost always, I think, translated as dwelling? Vayago means to dwell. Ramban points out what is perhaps obvious, that it shares a root with the word Ger, which is usually translated as stranger. Now, the reason why these two words can have the same root, although the meanings are so separate, is because neither translation is exactly is exactly correct. A ger is not a stranger. That would be a zar. A ger is a stranger who lives next to you. In other words, someone who is living without residency, permanent residency, native residency rights. So, Abraham says to the people of Hebron, B'nai Het, when he goes to buy the land in which he will bury his wife, the Marat HaMachpelah, he says, Ger v'toshav anochi imachem. And Rashi points out that what that means is that I'm living among you as a guest. Ger v'toshav, toshav is a little bit stronger than Ger. Ger is a stranger in your midst, and a toshav means I'm I'm living in your midst, I've settled in your midst, but it's in contradiction or contraposition to being a a a, a native citizen, to being a to, to being a citizen. In in modern terms. They don't have citizenship. In modern terms, when you say that you're a girl it means you're not a citizen, it means you're an alien. You're an alien resident. But you're an alien. And the Ramban here is saying is that the verb also therefore lagul means to to live, to to have a place to live, to be resident, but you're not living on your own land, at least not on your own land in the deeper sense of the word own land. And therefore, although there might be places where that wouldn't be an important point, and maybe not even the right meaning, but when it comes right after that Esav Yashav Be'eretz Achuzato and Yaakov Yashav Be'eretz Megurei Aviv So the comparison, Ramban says, makes it clear what exactly is being said, that Esav was living on the Esav estates in the land of Edom, land that became the land of Edom, whereas Yaakov was living in the land where his father before him had been a resident alien, had been a stranger in a strange land, and Yaakov is keeping that up. 
And that land is called Eretz Kena'an. Esav lives in a land which in fact is already called Edom. In the Psukim, Ela Alufei Edom. And Yaakov is living in a land that's called Kena'an. Not called Eretz Israel. It's called Kena'an for a good reason, because it's the land of the Kena'ani. What's he doing there? Hugar Sham. He is dwelling as a stranger. He is taking up residence there. But there's a very important point, which perhaps in our modern minds, is not 100% clear. But the Ramban understood correctly what it means in the ancient Middle East, the difference between being resident and being, for lack of a better word, I use, I use citizen. The local tribes, the Shiv'ata Amim, Kanani, Achiti, Haimori, they were the owners of the land, not not in the private sense. Abraham also bought a piece of land. And Yaakov owned land near Shechem, which he had bought. He actually paid money for it. And they were willing to sell it to him. That didn't turn you into someone with 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 local rights. There's a system by which the the local tribes have it's their land. It's 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 not just the, per- the private land. They have inheritance rights. But what's called in the Hebrew word, Ramban says, Ahuza, which the, the normal translation in modern Hebrew would be one's estate, but it means like the ancestral estate, the local lands, the manor, if you're British. So the 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 Kanani were the lords of the manor. And Abraham and Yaakov, and Yitzhak before Yaakov, had been granted, been granted. He didn't get it. It wasn't his. It was granted by those who can grant things. He was under their protection and therefore out of respect and out of of, of friendship and maybe out of money. They had granted him the rights to live in peace in their midst. And that means that they were living in a land lo lahem. And therefore they were gerim in a land lo lahem. They were strangers in a strange land. Now, Ban explains why is that an important point. Why does the Pasuk tell us that? That Yaakov is living as a stranger in a strange land. In contradistinction to Esav who is in the process of and soon will be acquiring his his national land with national domain, Vahakavana, the purpose of this Pasik is to tell us Kihem Bocharim Lagur that the fathers I mean Yaakov and Avraham Yaakov lives in Eretz Mikurebe, Yaakov and Yitzhak, I'm sorry. Yaakov and Yitzhak. And I think also in Yaakov's children. Bocharim lagu be'eretz haniv cheret. They choose to live in the promised land, in the chosen, better, in the chosen land. The land with the qualities of a chosen land. 
And therefore they fulfilled the verse which had stated, where God had told Avraham Avinu in the Brit Bein Abitarim, No, Yado Ateida, Kiger Yeza Achab Eretz Lolahem Veavadum Veinu Otama Baama Otsana. Know that your children, your seed, will be a stranger in a land not theirs, and they will enslave them. And, and cause them suffering and torture them for 400 years. This Pasuk is telling us that they chose to live in Eretz HaNivcheret and that the Pasuk is therefore being fulfilled and not in Esav who was not a stranger in a strange land for Yaakov is the only true Descendant, the only true continuation of Abraham and Yitzhak. There are a few points that I think are worth elaborating on here. One is the connection between uh, being a ger be'eretz lodahem, being stranger in a strange land, and ki v'yitzchak yikarei lechazara, ki b'yakov yikarei lechazara. Technically speaking, let me just explain the Pasuk. Uh, uh, God had said to Abraham, Ki bi Yitzchak yikarei lechazara. I told him to send away Ishmael, as Sarah suggested, in Pashat Vayera. Ki bi Yitzchak yikarei lechazara. Which is interpreted by Yitzchak to mean that Yitzchak is your continuum, is your heir, but not Ishmael who's being sent away. But because it says, Ki bi Yitzchak yikarei lechazara, for in Yitzchak, will be called to you, seed. They, uh, there's a drasha of Chazal, be Yitzchak ve'lo kol Yitzchak. The in means part of. And from that's how we know that also Esav, Avram's grandson, Yitzchak's child, is also not included in the patrimony of Avraham. Yitzchak will be your heir, part of Yitzchak will be your heir. And that's what the Ambani refers, ki bi Yaakov levado yikarei lehem zara, there's not such pasuk. He's, the Yikarei Lehem Zara is the Pasuk, which says, Be Yitzchak Yikarei Lechazara. And Mamban says, well, Be Yaakov. Not Be Yitzchak, but Be Yaakov. Levado, only Yaakov. Yikarei Lechazara. But what's the connection between that and Kiger Yezarcha Be'eretz Lolehem? The answer is clear, because that's what it says in Brit Ben Abtarim. It says a lot of things in Brit Ben Abtarim. One of the things it says is that the same expression, your seed, your descendants will be strangers in a strange land. A different book says that your seed is Yitzhak and Yaakov, not Ishmael and not Esav. I'm still asking, but why is specifically the important point in connection to what appears to be a wonderful result that we are the true descendants of Avinu. It's a sad thing. 
אשר יהיה זרעך בארץ לא להם, ועבדום ועינו אותם ארבע מאות שנה. So I think the Ramban here is hinting at a connection, not merely an accidental connection. God promised two things. Your descendants will be strangers in a strange land and they'll go to Mitzrayim and they will be tortured and, and enslaved there. And of course, eventually I will give them merit to Israel because they are your true descendants. It's not an accidental connection. It's somehow is the connection. And our forefathers, Abraham, Yitzchak, and Yaakov, or specifically our forefathers, Yitzchak and Yaakov, are living in a land not theirs in Eretz Canaan. That's why eventually they're living in a land that is theirs, Eretz Yisrael. Esav accepted, he actually took, by force of arms, his portion, his national domain, over the border, over the Yadin, in the land that's called Edom, which today is in the Hashemite kingdom of Jordan. And by doing so, he has either chosen or perhaps demonstrated or simply fulfilled the fact that he is not Zar Oshad Avraham Avinu. Because he is not willing to live in a land not his. But Yaakov is willing to live in a land not his. Namely Eretz Canaan. And that's why eventually it will be his. It will be Eretz Israel. Now, you'll say to me, well, what's the connection? So I, I think the Ramban here hints at it. I think what the Ramban here is saying, I'm not 100% sure, I'm a little bit hesitant, but I think what the Ramban here is saying is that it was important to see and to understand that Yaakov and Yitzchak chose to live in Eretz Yisrael despite the fact that it was Eretz Lo Lahem because it was Eretz Hanifcheret. In other words, there are two possible, not exclusionary, not mutually exclusive, but there are two possible reasons why you would want to live in Eretz Yisrael. One is because it's your home. I think for many of us, I, I live in Eretz Yisrael, and that was a very important uh, uh, factor in my decision to move from the land in which I was born, the United States of America, and, and move to Israel. Because when walking the streets of Israel the first time when I was 17 years old, I had this overwhelming feeling of coming home. It was mine. I felt I belonged here. And it's because Eretz Israel is it is the land of our heritage, inheritance, estate, domain. But the Avot, that wasn't true. 
Yitzchak Yaakov, it wasn't yet Eretz Achuzatam. Because the time had not come. For reasons which it's impossible to say are clear, because I never explained by the Torah, other than the one statement that says that the people who lived there, the Emori, had not sufficiently sinned that they were worthy of being driven away. But I suspect it's not the only reason. Somehow, it was important for Am Yisrael to experience what they're going to experience as Brit Ben Abtarim. God had made a covenant saying, you are going to be strangers, you are going to be slaves. Strange kind of covenant. But nonetheless, it was part of the covenant. So I'm sure there are other reasons, but it's not important now the reason. But the forefathers, Yitzchak and Yaakov, lived in Eretzel despite the fact that it wasn't Eretzel And therefore, it's important to stress that not just that it wasn't Eretzel but it was Eretz Megurei Aviv, the land in which his father had dwelled as a stranger. And he as well. He was a ger. He was a stranger. That's what the Pasuk is coming to tell us. Esau gets his and Yaakov doesn't get his. So then why does he live there? Rabban says because it's Eretz Anifcheret. Eretz Anifcheret means a totally different reason to live in Eretz Israel. Not because it's home, national home. Not because it's our heritage. But because it has certain spiritual qualities. It is chosen chosen by God. Ban has a whole theory which he doesn't even begin to hint at here. And I will mention only because I know it's true in the Ramban, but you could translate into other terms as well. The Ramban says that Eretz Israel, before the Jews existed, is God's land. I mentioned this a few weeks ago in a different context, in, in Pashat Hayesara. Eretz Israel is Chelek Hashem. It's God's private estate as king. It's the private estate of the king as the whole world is under his sovereignty but this is where he's the local and immediate ruler. Okay, that, that's the Ramban. But I think in this term when he says here he means whatever content you can possibly accumulate as being why this land has certain innate inherent spiritual qualities. The Kuzari Rabbi Yudha Levi will explain that Eretz Israel is the land that is most uh, attuned to achieving prophecy, to being, to to achieving a closeness and understanding of God. Well, Bags is the same thing in Pashat in in, in Sefer Bereshit. You can say it's the place where, since it, it, it's the place where the Mikdash, where where where, where God's home exists even before the Mikdash was built. You can say anything you want. But the point is that the forefathers choose to live in Eretz Israel not because it has political or practical uh, uh, attunement. They're attuned to it. It's, it's their home. It's their country. They have come from another country which God told Abraham Avinu and called it Moladitcha, your home land, the land where you were born. Ubeit Avicha, Arzacha, 
Avraminu left his land, left his homeland, left his father's house to go to a land that I will show you and to go to a land in which you will always be a stranger. It's the opposite of what we're used to hearing today when uh, you hear a uh, speech or you give yourself a speech about why you should have been out to sell. That you're living in Gullis, you're living in a strange land, even though you feel comfortable, but it's really a strange land, come home to Eretz Yisrael. I think in Breshit, starting with Lech Lecha, and here stress the other side of it, the homeland really was Aram. It was Ur Kasdim. There, Abraham's clan, as when later on you go back, they send back Yaakov, and, and before him, uh, uh, Elazar, go back to the family clan to take wives, because Nachor and Betuel and Lavan, they are rooted in that land, and Abraham couldn't have been rooted in that land also, but he left it. But where did he go? He didn't go to a land where he would become, you know, a virgin territory, he'll put down his flag, make a colony, and, and he would be the native. Well, he's, he's a stranger in a strange land all of his life, and all the life of Yitzchak. And Yaakov now, after wandering around, having been back in Aram, runs away from Aram, comes back to Eretz Yisrael, not because he's coming home, but because he wants to live in Eretz Hanifcheret. Ramban's point then is that for the Avot, Eretz Yisrael is very different than his first. And I can't help but add that by definition, anything that's true of the Avot has to be true of us. Because they're the Avot. As Ramban has said a number, number of times, avot siman labanim. The whole, all the stories about the Avot are meant to be, to be signs, to be precursors for us. So even though we have a very different experience because we come to Eretz Yisrael after it was given to Amisal and the Kanani was sent out and it's no longer Eretz Kanan, it's Eretz Yisrael now. But I think we're meant to also understand and fulfill the experience of the Avant whereby it was Gerim Be'eretz Lolahem Kiger Yezaracha now if you'll ask me, does the Ramban really mean to say that Yaakov living in Eretz Yisrael is fulfilling already Ger The answer is yes. Famous question on the Pasuk in Brit Ben Aptarim. Where were those 400 years? Because the Jews did not spend 400 years in Egypt. And they will be enslaved for 400 years. The Jews were not enslaved for 400 years. The Jews lived only 210 years in Egypt, as the Pasuk in Sefer Shemot states explicitly. So there are a number of answers. And one of them is that you measure it from the birth of Yitzhak. No, you measure it from when the Brit Ben Abtarim took place. Except that then, how do you explain? The Ramban says that you're reading the Pasuk incorrectly. The Pasuk says, Ger Your seed will be strangers in a land not theirs, and they will be enslaved and suffered, and, and cause suffering. And all that will take place over 400 years. In other words, he says, they will be in a strangers in a strange land for 400 years, and as part of that experience, they'll also be enslaved.
So the Ramban, in fact, says, you measured from Yitzchak because Yitzchak was literally living in a land not his. The suffering and the enslavement isn't 400 years. While, during the period of being strangers in a strange land, some of those years will be really bad, some of these will be better. But underlying all those years, whether in Mitzrayim or in Eretz Canaan, there's no difference. They're strangers in a strange land in Mitzrayim. That you understand. We understand that the Jews came as refugees. B'nai Yaakov came as refugees to Mitzrayim. You could feel their, their, their psychological feeling having to leave their homes and, and go down to Mitzrayim and be treated by the Mitzrayim as, as dependents who, who get some food because they have powerful protection and they're given a little piece of land to live on. But all the time, they're not, they're not Egyptians. They're, they're foreigners. Haman says they were foreigners in Eretz Canaan as well. Because, Kiger Yezacha Be'eretz Lo Lahem, Arbamot Shana, they're going to be 400 years from the birth of Yitzchak. Your seed, Abraham, all of your seed, your true seed, of course, Yitzchak and Yaakov, they will be living as strangers in a strange land. That land is called Eretz Canaan. The land that we call Eretz Israel was for them strangers in a strange land. And that's, in fact, yes, that's part of Bitman Abtagnum. Apparently, that's an, a, a, that's an experience. It's a Jewish experience, which is meant to be part of the Jewish existence in Jewish history. And Avot Not only, not so much that you should be strangers in a strange land. That's the Mitzrayim part. But that you should do what the Rambani says, that you should also choose Eretz Yisrael, even if it were a stranger and then you would be a stranger. You don't go there to get better housing. You go there because it's Eretz Hanifcheret. And that is the opening pasuk of our Pasha, opening pasuk of the history of Yaakov's life in Eretz Yisrael. That Yaakov, like the Avot before him, lives in the land of, of promise, but he lives in it without the material, without the national, without the the um, ownership properties, which are in fact very important for Eretz because God promises to make Eretz into Eretz HaKuzatam. But our forefathers didn't live that way. And nonetheless, they chose, he says, Ki bocharim lagur. The Eretz HaNifcheret Yaakov didn't have to live here. He chose to live here. And he so much did not want to go to Mitzrayim. And God had to twist his arm a bit. And promise him that he'll come back. He chose to live in Eretz Canaan, even though to live there is to be a ger there. He's living at the at the mercy. He's living at the, at the uh, permission of the local temporarily local tribes, but he's living there because it's Eretz Hanif And I think it means that we too have to make sure that among other things, we also choose, we follow in the footsteps of Avraham Yitzhak Yaakov, and we also choose to live in Eretz Hanif although in doing so, we fulfill Kiger Yezarachav Eretz Lolahem, Unlike Asaph, who chose not to live in Eretz Israel, 
because I think the Ramban is saying it would not have been Eretz Achuzah. He declined to live as a stranger in a strange land and therefore he set out to find his own land and in doing so he, I don't know if he caused, but perhaps he fulfilled, in doing so he separated himself from Zerah Avraham by taking your homeland, by getting a homeland someplace else and not willing to be a stranger in a strange land under Kanfer Shechina you are no longer Zerah Avraham you are the nations of the world and Zerah Avraham will wait and live Tachat Kanfer Shechina and they can live without a homeland in the meantime Okay, that's the Ramban. That's the Ramban for today. Be back next week in next week's parsha, Pashat Miketz, with more from the Ramban and the Pashat. It's been Ezra Bik. Wishing you all called Tuvan a good day. You've been listening to KMTT, Torah Podcast, Ki Mitzion, Tetzay Torah, Udvar Hashem, Yerushalayim.